Hi everyone, uh, this is Mark and this is the Mark Hastings Experience and uh, in this podcast uh, I'm going to be talking about everything from poetry to films to uh, TV shows to books and about uh, anything and everything that inspires me and uh, I hope you like what you hear. Hi everyone, this is Mark, and welcome to another episode of the Mark Hastings Experience. And in this episode, uh, I'm going to be talking about another of my favourite films, and also a uh, family favourite film, uh, of my family especially, and to many families. And um, it is the, uh, the one and the only Mrs Doubtfire. Um, which uh, I'm sure you're familiar with um, um, but if you're not um, it uh, follows the story of a recently divorced actor who dresses up as a female housekeeper uh, to be able to interact with his children Um, the film addresses themes such as divorce, separation and the effect that they have on a family and um, this is, a, is a, as I said, it's a, a favourite of my family. Uh, it's a favourite film of mine. And um, that's the subject of uh, this episode of the podcast. And uh, I hope you like what you hear. So, uh, as I was saying, uh, in this episode of the podcast, I'm going to be talking about uh, one of my favourite films and one of the favourite films of my family. Uh, that is the brilliant uh, Mrs. Doubtfire, uh, which came out in 1993. Uh, and that was directed by uh, Chris Columbus. Um, it was written for screen by uh, Randy Mayhem Singer and Leslie Dixon. Um, it was based on uh, a 1987 novel uh, called um, Madame Doubtfire, um, or uh, also known as Alias Madame Doubtfire in the United States, um, written by uh, English author Anne Fine for teenage and young adult audiences. Um, and the story of the novel uh, was based around a family uh, with divorced parents and uh, it um, received uh, initial um, uh, positive reviews uh, upon its publication in the UK and was uh, subsequently shortlisted for awards including the Guardian uh, Children's Fiction Prize and the uh, Whitbread Children's Book Award. Um, But uh, I became first uh, associated with the story of Mrs. Doubtfire from the 1993 film um, which uh, even from the first moment that I saw it with my family really touched me and touched my family and um, it has been a favourite of my entire family um, since we first saw it Um, and if you're not familiar with Mrs. Doubtfire, um, uh, it stars um, 
Robin Williams um, in uh, what I believe is um, the best role that he ever uh, undertook, uh, and that's saying a lot. Um, he undertook some incredible roles while he was alive, um, and he is—he would have to be one of my favorite actors. Um, he was so, um, so brilliant, uh, so inventive, so funny, so intelligent, and he accomplished so much over his uh, over his life. And we are so. Uh, we were so um, lucky to have been able to enjoy his uh, his his spirit, his heart, his artistry in all the films that he um, he starred in. Um, and uh, Mrs. Doubtfire really stands out um, to me, at least, as um, his best performance overall that he did, and he he did some great performances. Um, you know, in Goodwill Hunting, um, in uh, um, The Fish King, Patch Adams, uh, Dead Poet Society, uh, Good Morning Vietnam, um, among uh, some of the the many films that he he starred in. Um, but Mrs. Doubtfire really is uh, the best of uh, of them all, in my opinion, and in the opinion of uh, a lot of people. Um, Mr. Doubtfire also uh, uh, starred uh, Sally Field and Pierce Brosnan, Harvey uh, Fierstein and uh, Robert uh, Prosky. And as I said, it revolves around a um, character, uh, a father uh, called uh, Daniel Hillard, who is a freelance uh, voice actor. Uh, living in San Francisco with his family. Um, he's a devoted father to his three children, uh, Lydia, Chris, and uh, Natalie, um, who um, were played by... Uh, Chris Hillard was played by uh, Matthew Lawrence. Uh, Lydia Hillard was played by uh, Lisa Jacob. And uh, Natalie, uh, also called uh, Natty Hillard, was played by uh, the brilliant Mara Wilson. Um, and um, his wife, uh, Miranda Hillard, uh, of course played by Sally Field, and um, uh, she uh, is characterised in the film um, deliberately as this very, um, very stern, very strict very uh workaholic kind of a person um she's not as uh zany and not as um uh as fun to be around as uh daniel is um he's always been uh making up voices making up characters um because he's a voice uh actor he um he's constantly voicing these uh, cartoon characters and um um he that, that's who he is you know he's a very joyful person um he likes to make um make a joke out of things to lighten the mood and uh, and Miranda she's the opposite of that um uh, and it's made clear that she wasn't always like that that um 
he could make her laugh uh, when they first uh, got together um, before they they were married. Um, but uh, as their marriage has gone on, um, things have deteriorated. They've grown apart. Um, that's how Miranda sees it. It's not how Daniel sees it. Um, he sees that they they still love each other. Um, and he believes that they still love each other until um, he throws a party for his uh, his son Chris, um, and it's very uh, lively uh, party at their home where uh, they have a, um, a a zoo comes um, street zoo and they have loud music playing and. Uh, and everything's fine until uh, Miranda gets a uh, um, a phone call from their next door neighbour telling her to come home. And when she comes home, she's presented with uh, this party that's happening that she she didn't realise was going to happen that Daniel had uh, thrown for his son. Um, and uh, yeah, she pulls the plug on it. Uh, literally pulls the the plug on the music system and uh, the the party comes to an end. Um, previous to to that, uh, Daniel um, he was a free uh, freelance voice actor. As I was saying, he quit his job after a disagreement um, over a questionable script uh, that saw that um, uh, they were asked they were had depicted. Um, someone putting a cigarette into I think the character was called Podgy the Parrot or something, they depicted putting a cigarette in his mouth and lighting it up and Daniel questioned that and um, that's why he, he quit that because he didn't think he was very ethical um, uh, and after that he returns home throws this chaotic party for uh, his son Chris um and uh, as I said, Miranda is infuriated, um, and she tells him that she's going to file for divorce. Um, and of course, he's shocked by this. Uh, he can't understand where it's come from. Um, and at the custody he- first custody hearing, um, the court uh, uh, grants sole custody of the children to Miranda. Um, and shared custody uh, would be contingent on whether uh, Daniel finds a steady job and a suitable residence within three months. Um, and he's uh, absolutely saddened and distressed by this because um, he doesn't want to be away from his kids. His kids mean everything to him. And um, the fact that Miranda is doing this um, really hurts him and... Uh, the moment when he has to leave the family home uh, uh, it's a heartbreaking scene when he has to say goodbye to his kids um, who he's been with for all of their lives um, and uh, um, it's a it's a very heartbreaking scene to see him drive off and pack his stuff in the back of his car um, but uh, he he agrees to do what the court um, uh, the, the the judge asked him to do uh, he works to rebuild his life um, 
he secures himself an apartment uh, and a new job um, as a, uh, a shipping clerk at a TV station. Um, and uh, during his interview, um, uh, when uh, they're trying to find out what he can do, uh, and he, he he tells the uh, the interviewer that he can do voices. Um, it's an absolutely hilarious scene um, showing uh, Robin Williams' uh, incredible voice talent and his um, uh, impeccable improvisational skills. Um, and uh, it's just an absolute delight every time that he's on screen. He just uh, lights up the, um, the screen, the, the scene, um, and he's just the, the focal point for, for, uh, for everything and everybody. And I'm sure he was like that on set as well. Um, and um, one evening, um, when he's having uh, dinner with his uh, with his kids in his new apartment, um, uh, Miranda turns up and uh, to come pick the kids up, and uh, she lets slip that she's uh, seeking a housekeeper, and he asks her maybe he could do it. maybe he could pick him up after school they could come back to his apartment and then she was like no you know I want someone to be there when they get home from school to look after them until she comes home because she doesn't want um, she wants to create some distance between uh, Daniel and his kids and uh, she uh, um, she shows him the advert the, the advert the classified ad uh, that she's going to um, she's going to post uh, asking um, for a new housekeeper and he asked to see it um, saying that it's a right you know being their father to to look at um, who's gonna uh, and what is going to be used to advertise for someone to look after his kids and while uh, Miranda's uh, uh, back is turned he secretly alters the ad um and changes the phone number that needs to be called into the phone number uh of his apartment and um then he uh then calls Miranda uh by uh using his acting skills and putting on uh, several false voices to impersonate uh, other people uh, to pose as um several uh undesirable applicants those that uh wouldn't be um uh um perfect for Miranda because she he knows what what would uh, turn her off and um that's another incredible scene a hilarious scene um hearing all the voices that he puts on um and then finally we see that he puts on a a voice of a uh, quasi Scottish, British, um, you name it, kind of a a woman, uh, uh, posing as uh, as his Scottish accented nanny, um, uh, called uh, Mrs. Euphigenia Doubtfire, um, and he calls Miranda. Um, and gives her uh, the str- his strongest performance and uh, uh, what he knows would be the strongest uh, credentials that she would uh, she would accept and uh, she's impressed by uh, these credentials um, 
and she invites uh, Mrs. Doubtfire um, for an interview. Um, but knowing that uh, there's no way that uh, Daniel could just turn up uh, after impersonating um, someone else, um, he goes to his brother Frank, who's a makeup artist, and uh, Frank's partner, Jack, um, and asks them to create uh, Mrs. Doubtfire's costume. Uh, including a uh, prosthetic mask that would make him appear to look like an older woman. Um, uh, And then uh, we see uh, after he's completely uh, dressed uh, in his Mrs. Doubtfire um, garb and his his new mask, uh, he turns up to his interview at his house, the, the house that he... Uh, shared with his his uh, wife uh, Miranda, his estranged wife, and his kids, um, and he completely fools both Miranda and his kids because he looks completely different. His accent is completely different. His appearance, and um, this is the appearance. Uh, uh, this is the performance of a lifetime for him. And it's uh, it's sad that he has to put on such a performance. He has to become someone else in order to be close to his kids. But that's what he feels like he needs to do. He feels like that's the only way that he's going to be able to spend as much time with his children as possible. Is to become this uh, this other character, this other person, Mrs. Doubtfire. Um, and um, as a result, um, the interview that he has is a success. Um, he gets introduced to his kids one by one. Um, some of them more accepting than others. Um, uh, and Lydia just questions. She's his older uh, sister, uh, older daughter. And she questions why can't uh, their father, why can't Daniel just look after them after school and she argue with her mother. And she's berating Daniel in front of him while he's dressed as Mrs. Doubtfire. And he's he's like, oh, well, maybe their father would be a better choice. And she's like, I don't think so. And it's kind of funny that he's actually there and she's berating him and saying that he wouldn't be good for the kids. And, and that uh, uh, she would rather Mrs. Doubtfire do it than Daniel. Um, as I say, uh, he... Uh, she she says, well, when can you start? And he says, as soon as possible. And um, and that that uh, is how um, Daniel, um, as Mrs. Doubtfire, is able to re-enter the life of his uh, his kids and be with them um, every day. In fact, um, and. Uh, Initially, uh, when he starts work as Mrs. Doubtfire, um, his own kids struggle um, uh, under uh, his authority because he's trying to. He's putting on a uh, on a performance, uh, so he has to be as as authoritative as is expected of him. Um, but they soon come around, and they uh, they thrive under his uh, tutelage. And um, and both they and uh, Miranda um, uh, start to become closer. 
with uh, Mrs. Doubtfire and uh, Miranda gets closer uh, with her children um, as a result. Um, and uh, along the way, Daniel learns um, several uh, housekeeping skills as a part of the role that he's undertaken as Mrs. Doubtfire, uh, including uh, cooking, cleaning, um, doing housework and doing um, uh, washing clothes and all the things that you'd expect a housekeeper to do and perhaps some of the things that he um, didn't used to do uh, when he was uh, um, living in the house previously um, and uh, so we see that he's he's improving himself along the way but he's doing it under the guise of uh, someone else um, however this uh, this uh, later creates another barrier barrier uh, for him to see his children as um, Miranda puts a lot more trust in Mrs. Doubtfire than on Daniel and um, um, when uh, Daniel asks when uh, he does up his apartment even further and he cleans it and he cooks uh, a meal for them and uh, Miranda turns up to get the kids again uh, and she's impressed with how uh, clean his apartment is and how well he's doing um, it's then that uh, he asks her hey well, why can't I pick them up after school you know you see I'm doing better and um, he and she argues that well, she can't dismiss can't give it of Mrs. Doubtfire because you know she's become a part of the family um which is kind of funny um because it that is really Daniel but it's kind of sad um that he to get back into their lives he felt that he had to become someone else um but in doing so he's made uh himself uh kind of redundant um um, but then one night, um, which is kind of a hilarious scene, uh, and there's so many in Mrs. Doubtfire, but one night, um, uh, Chris um, and Lydia discover who Mrs. Doubtfire is um, because uh, Mrs. Doubtfire uh, is helping Lydia with her homework. Uh, and then he, he excuses himself and he says he needs to go to the bathroom. He goes to the bathroom and uh, uh, he forgets to lock the door and his son, Chris, opens the door and sees him uh, standing over the uh, over the toilet um, peeing while standing up. <laughs> and, uh, uh, he, he says, he's, he's shocked of course and he runs back in to see Lydia and he, he says, uh, that he she's a he she's a he she and uh before you know it mrs doubtfire daniel comes rushing into his bedroom and uh and they said they say uh hey you're gonna get it in the balls uh chris goes and uh he goes she's got him <laughs> and chris says she's got everything which is hilarious um and that's when uh mrs doubtfire has to admit to his kids that he's really their father he's Daniel um, and they're thrilled to have uh, their father back um, but Chris does ask uh, you don't really like wearing all that stuff do you 
do you, Dad? And he says, well, some of it's okay. And I said, no, it's a pain in the padded ass. Uh, it's, it's a hilarious moment. Um, but they uh, they agreed to keep his secret um, because he says that, look, it's the only way that he knew how to spend a lot of time with the kids and um, needs to keep it from them, their mother and uh, keep it from uh, their younger daughter. Uh, sister Natty, because she'll she'll just tell tell the the secret. Um, and then one day uh, at work, uh, his normal job uh, as Daniel, um, he's seen by the station CEO uh, Jonathan Lundy um, playing with uh, some toy dinosaurs on the set of a poorly rated uh, children's show. Uh, that's on the the network, the studio, um, where he works um, as a kind of a handyman, um, uh, a cleaner there. Uh, and uh, Jonathan Lundy's uh, impressed, uh, really impressed by his voice acting skills and his imagination. And as a result, he invites Daniel for dinner. Uh, to discuss his plans for uh, a new show and Daniel is thrilled, he's like wow that's a great opportunity and he'd love to do it um, but then when he checks with um, Mr Lundy's uh, secretary um, he discovers that uh, it's going to be the exact uh, place and time as a uh, planned birthday dinner for Miranda um, that uh, her new boyfriend uh, Stuart uh, Dunmire who's played by Pierce Brosnan has arranged um, uh, to which Mrs Doubtfire has been invited to also um, but um, Mr Lundy's uh, secretary says um, that uh, they can't ch- uh, change the appointment and uh, then uh, Daniel has to make the choice whether to go to one or the other um, but he chooses to go to both um, and uh, while he goes to um, uh, the restaurant when he goes to the restaurant initially as Mr Doubtfire with his family and uh, Stuart um, Dunmire um, uh, he he dresses up as Mr Doubtfire but he also brings uh with him Daniel's uh, clothes as well the clothes that he's going to wear at the the meeting with uh, um, Jonathan Lundy at uh, Bridges restaurant Um, and uh, several moments through the the meal uh, uh, as Mrs Doubtfire he says that he needs to uh, pop to the ladies room to freshen up and um, he uh He's trying to do everything he can to make uh, um, make himself uh, uh, absent from the table, so that he has enough time to go to the bathroom and change in change out of his Mrs. Doubtfire uh, costume into his um, his regular Daniel clothing, so that he can meet with uh, uh, Jonathan Lundy. But unfortunately. Uh, during this time uh, because uh, Mr Lundy has ordered some drinks um, 
Daniel uh, becomes drunk as he's going back and forth from Mr. Lundy to his family's table. Uh, he's drinking uh, and uh, he becomes intoxicated, which leads him to return to uh, Mr. Lundy's table, um, still wearing his Mrs. Doubtfire costume. Um, and uh, he quickly uh, claims that um, an improv- improv- improvisation uh, through improvisation he claims to Mr Lundy that Mrs Doubtfire is his idea for a new show Euphigenia Doubtfire and um, uh, Mr Lundy thinks it's brilliant I mean he's intoxicated too and uh, he's having a right good time um, uh, and during all this uh, Daniel as in as Mrs Doubtfire in his Mrs Doubtfire um, uh, identity and his garb uh, he goes into the kitchen and he puts some uh, pepper on uh, the meal that uh, he knows that Stuart uh, Dunmire uh, who is um, Miranda's boyfriend who's arranged for this uh, birthday dinner puts some, puts some uh, pepper uh, um, on his uh jambalaya put some cayenne pepper in his jambalaya um uh but he's unaware that uh stew uh is allergic to pepper um uh or he he knows that he is um but uh he does it um to make him look stupid in front of his uh in front of his family so as I said, he sneaks into the kitchen and seasons Stu's order of jambalaya with some cut, some powdered cayenne pepper, um, and then he uh, returns to uh, um, Mr. Lundy to talk about uh, um, what's uh, his new show. After actually, he does this um, after he. Uh, he, and he just forgets where he's going and uh, he goes straight from the kitchen to Mr. Lundy and Mr. Lundy says, uh, who are you, ma'am? And that's when he reveals that this is his idea for a new show. Um, and uh, Mr. Lundy thinks it's brilliant and everything's going great um, until um, Daniel, as Mrs. Doubtfire, hears uh, that uh, Stuart is choking on his dinner. Uh, very uh, uh, violently, very shockingly, and um, Daniel feels, uh, and he thinks that he's killing him. Um, he, can, he can hear him having this uh, this uh, allergic reaction, and he initially feels guilty, and he rushes over to Stuart, um, still as Mrs. Doubtfire, um, and he administers the Heimlich maneuver. Uh, on Stuart and uh, um, and is able to eventually get Stuart to cough out uh, the uh, the piece of uh, jambalaya that he that he had the reaction to with the pepper on and um, but as he's doing it he falls back 
and Stuart falls back on him and um, part of his uh, the mask that he wears to become Mrs. Doubtfire falls down um, and peels off to reveal Daniel's face and uh, revealing to a horrified Miranda that it's uh, really Daniel Mrs. Doubtfire has been Daniel the whole time who is so shocked that she just decides to leave um, that she has to leave she has to go home she has to leave and she just storms out of the restaurant with the kids and um, leaves Daniel leaves Stuart and um, and it's just a sad sad scene um, and we just see Daniel just look around and say the party's over to everybody in the restaurant who's been watching what's been taking place and the next thing we see um, we're at the next custody hearing between Daniel and Miranda and um, in front of the judge um, he defends his actions and points out that he met the judge's requirements Um, he created a suitable um, living environment Um, he improved himself Um, uh, but the judge uh, dismisses this and uh, considers Daniel's um, actions his ruse as Mrs. Doubtfire to be unorthodox and um, very out of the ordinary and as a result, he grants uh, Miranda full custody, uh, putting further restrictions on Daniel's rights, um, saying that the only way that he'll be able to see his kids is through supervised um, visits, which naturally devastates uh, Daniel. And um, Daniel um, breaks down in in court um, and Miranda looks at him in the court and you can definitely tell she feels for him and she in a way understands why he did what he did um, but the, she doesn't really say anything in response uh, she just accepts the, uh, the, the ruling of the judge and she goes home with her kids um, and then we see how life is um Without Mrs. Doubtfire um, at the uh, the Hillard uh, household, um, Miranda and her children um, become miserable, and even Miranda acknowledges how much she, um, Mrs. Doubtfire, had improved their lives, um, and that she, and then she dismisses that, and she was, she wasn't real; it was just, you know, a fiction. Um, and then we see uh, that uh, um, that a TV show starts playing on the on the TV, and they all all, all the the kids and Miranda rushes to the TV to see uh, what's on there, and it's Daniel uh, as Mrs. Doubtfire hosting a new children's show called Euphigenia's House. Uh, which over time becomes a nationwide hit and uh, 
and we see them watching it and laughing and uh, and uh, it, it seems that Daniel's finally found the the role of a lifetime the, the role that would make him famous um, uh, and that can use all the skills that he's he's learnt um, uh, to uh, excel um, and following this following seeing his TV appearance uh, Miranda goes to visit Daniel on the set uh, of uh, Hugh Fitchenaya's house um, uh, after the filming uh, one of the episodes and um, admits to him that things were better uh, when he was involved with the family um, when he was Mrs. Doubtfire and then she tells him that um, she has uh, arranged um, for joint custody to go forward uh, which would allow Daniel as himself uh, to take the children after school um, and he's absolutely taken aback by this and uh, he um, it's all he's ever wanted um, because all he ever wanted was to be there for his kids um, and um, one night after school there's a um, there's a bell uh, the bell rings at the front door and um, the kids open the door and Daniel's standing there and he explains that uh, both him and Miranda um, have come to an agreement um, that would see and that would allow Daniel to take them um, every day after school um, and uh, they're overjoyed um, by this uh, of course because they get to see their their dad again they get to be with their dad um, and it's such a beautiful touching scene and really does um, really does make anybody uh, tear up when they see it in fact the whole story um, of Mrs Doubtfire is so touching um, moving um, funny in parts um, but so profound and insightful um, and so the, the last scene um, of the film is uh, Daniel um, packing all the kids into his car and their stuff that, um, that they're going to take with them to stay at his apartment um, with and spend some time with him um, and in parallel with this um, Miranda goes back into the house and uh, he watch, she watches an episode of uh, Hugh Frigginaya's house which is on in which Mrs. Dalfire answers uh, a letter from a young girl whose parents have separated and um um he says, as Mrs. Doubtfire, Mrs. Doubtfire says that he understands that, um, you know, things like d do happen, but, and she, he tells, they tell this young girl 
um, that uh, no matter uh, if their mum and their dad are living together, that that doesn't mean that they don't still don't love them anymore, um, and that um, lots of different families have different arrangements, and uh, if there's love there, um, it will everything will be all right as long as there's love and um, even now when I think about it um, there were so many moments during the film so many fun moments there was a moment when um, the family uh, Miranda the kids um, Daniel and Stuart they're at the pool and uh, Daniel is jealous of Stuart because he's getting closer to his kids and um, there's a funny moment then when he 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 throws a uh, an orange at uh, Stuart's head, and he said, "Oh, I saw it. It was a fun by fruiting." Um, I saw there were so many hilarious moments um, <laughs> throughout the film, all because of uh, Robin Williams, the great Robin Williams, who um, is irreplaceable. Uh, he was irreplaceable in life. He was irreplaceable in this role um, as Mrs. Doubtfire, um, and uh, it, it wouldn't have been the same without him, definitely. And um, yeah, it's such a profound, such a powerful film, such a powerful story, and it really does show what someone who truly loves their kids will do for their kids. They will sacrifice everything. They will do anything. They will be anybody. Just so that they could spend time with their children. And it's very... It's such an inspiring film. It's such a great message for, for people. For parents. For kids. For the entire family. Um, to show that... Um, you know, just because... Um, parents don't live together anymore. Don't live with their kids. That... That doesn't matter. That it doesn't mean that there isn't still love there. Um, that they can be a family. Um, and uh, yeah, it's um, it's a it's a film that um, has been uh, um, critically acclaimed by so many people. Um, and. Robin Williams' uh, performance is just absolutely spectacular. Um, and uh, um, it's been regarded as one of the most uh, incredible, um, one of the best films ever made. Uh, it truly is, um, to me. Um, and I think at one point uh, they announced that there was going to be a uh, a sequel to it um uh but following uh the death of uh Robin Williams um that is an impossibility uh even if someone else uh, played Daniel Hillard or Mrs. Doubtfire it, it wouldn't be the same um so I'm glad um that there won't be a sequel to Mr. Doubtfire because to me it stands on its own it's perfect just the way it is and it's such a beautiful 
heartfelt, incredible, powerful, wonderful, magical film. And uh, yeah, as I said, uh, to me, it's Robin Williams' greatest performance uh, of all. Um, And uh, I've been watching it with my family um, for almost uh, 20 years. Um, And uh, I definitely continue to do so uh, into the future because every time we watch it, we we laugh, we smile and we we cry at the moments when we need to smile and laugh and cry because it's a film that goes up and down the spectrum of human emotions and uh, um, it's a film I'll always love and I'll always watch and re-watch and be absolutely entranced by... Um, by Robin Williams um, and by uh, what he was able to do who he was able to become and um, um, the uh, the sad and to think of the the sad loss of uh, who we we lost at such a young age Um, so I just wanted to say um, just in closing at the end of this episode uh, I just want to say rest in peace to Robin Williams, um, who's my favourite actor. Um, Mrs. Doubtfire is my favourite uh, film of his that he was in. Um, and uh, if you haven't seen it, I couldn't um, recommend it more highly. Um, so if you haven't seen Mrs. Doubtfire yet, then definitely check it out at some point, because uh, you won't be disappointed. Um, but I think I'm going to leave it there for now. I just want to say uh, thank you for listening. I hope you like what you heard, and I'll talk to you again soon. If you like what you heard in uh, this episode of uh, the Mark Hastings Experience, um, and if you want to check out some more of my poetry, um, then you Uh, You can head over to markthepoet.me, which is my website, and you'll find uh, lots of the poems that I've written over the years. Um, If you want to uh, check out some of my poetry uh, in uh, book form, uh, you can go to Amazon, and you'll find um, all ten of my books that I've had published. Um, They're all books of poetry, poetry. uh, books of stories, uh, books of uh, memories and uh, experiences, um, and there'll be more to come. And uh, if you would love to um, contribute uh, to uh, to the podcast, then you can do so by heading over to Patreon and searching for Mark the Poet, and uh, your uh, your support would be greatly appreciated. Um, but uh, as I was saying, I hope you liked what you heard in this uh, episode, um, and I'll talk to you again soon.